You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you I can't say I've always been into fitness, but when you get a little older, you have to get a little more interested in it because life happens. And, you know, when I had children, a whole lot of life happened, as it should to anyone who's had children. I mean, your body changes and your health changes. And that includes dads because you're more sedentary than you've ever been before. And that's a huge change. Well, not sedentary, but you're like leaning over, chasing after two feet tall people. (laughs) And so it's a huge change for the body physically. And so I became, was always a writer and a journalist, but I became interested in fitness at a young age in my 20s. But I was always able to get away with the bare minimums, like a run two or three times a week and go to work. But when you get a little older, the body lets you know loud and clear that that's not going to be sufficient. So we had like a regular old bicycle, a stationary, like I do this, like this is the pedals. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 267. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. So uh, maybe we should start by explaining for people that saw it and are wondering, or people that didn't see it and want to hear us uh, a peek behind the curtain, uh, <laughs> about your post about our cruise yeah. issues. First off, we will preface this by saying we know first world problems like, absolutely right? like, that's you like know. for sure yeah and in s- our defense though we have already had one vacation canceled due to covid this year not yes. like in general yeah this was our second chance at hawaii right. and it got canceled and now you got to remember that our oldest that's in the house he's graduating from high school next year so i don't the know clock's ticking. if we're gonna have a summer vacation for the kids and us after this right still a first world problem i right. realize that but it so <laughs> we booked when our Hawaiian crew, our Hawaiian vacation got canceled the day before we were supposed to leave because Crystal got COVID. We took the insurance money because we bought the insurance and we booked a cruise as backup. 
checking in, doing the online check-in 21 days in advance, it tells us that the only vaccine acceptable for 12 to 17-year-olds is Pfizer. And Sydney, Crystal's daughter, my stepdaughter, is participating in a medical study for a different vaccine. And so they told us tough shit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it was like well wait not only tough shit but no you can't get your money back no we won't help you rebook oh and the only resolution we can come up with is leave your kid at home right like she's macaulay culkin in Mm -hmm. home alone Mm -hmm. right and so it was so like we were in a panic because like if they had told us this three months ago we could have gotten her the pfizer vaccine but now we don't have time because there's a month in between the shots and then you need two weeks after the last shot so like it's impossible to get her on the pfizer vaccine at this point so we were in a phase four panic thinking (laughs) we just threw away a a, lot of money a ton of money on a cruise nobody was going to get to take so luckily i was able to surmise the email address formatting for Norwegian Cruise Line. I reached out to their senior vice president of guest services, among many other people, (laughs) and they rectified it for us. They wanted to see the paperwork, which is more than fair, and Mm -hmm. we sent it over, and they were like, you're cool. Like, this is fine. It was done within an hour. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Like, as much as I was upset on Saturday, I could not have been more pleased with how they resolved it yeah. uh, and the professionalism and courtesy. Yeah. They were very nice and they weren't, they were just very understanding. Yeah. So I think it helped that I was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't come in. Sir, I mean, it sounded like you were like, you weren't nice. Like, that's what no, I heard. Oh, no, I meant that I, like, I was nice to them. Yes. I didn't come in like screaming. No, not I, at but all. I was very, you just explained the situation. Yeah, and was very matter of fact. And I think the meanest thing I said was just like, hey, like you can cruise again because of vaccines, because people like her did trials to get these things to market. Yeah. And like you should make an accommodation. But and it was never did. their intention. And let yeah. me just be clear. I don't ever think they had a problem with it. I think it was Kyle yes. in resolutions. Kyle that had an issue in with resolutions it. is kind of a dick. Not kind of. Also, He's he can dick. go eat a dick. I am not a fan <laughs> yes. of Kyle. And Kyle got to hear it whenever he suggested I should leave my 15 yeah. year old daughter at home for a family vacation. You know what? You just suck it, Kyle. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Apparently, you don't have kids. You just yeah. leave them anywhere. Well, who'd want to breed with Kyle? He's <sighs> a dick. So uh, anyway, I Kyle had a very bad day today. <laughs> so uh, anyway, crisis averted. And thank you for listening to us. <laughs> so uh, now that uh, we've done all that, what pray tell do you have in store for people? Well, we have an interview with the great Michelle Marchaladon. She is quite an extreme yogiist. There's probably a better word for that. But uh, <laughs> just a hoot. You need to yes. hang on and make sure you make it to this interview because she's a freaking delight. Yeah, she was. Uh, <laughs> I told Crystal when we got done, I was like, this reminds me of the time I interviewed David Lee Roth. It's They were like, you've got Dave for five minutes. Five minutes. You got Dave. That's all you got Dave for. I'm like, hey, Dave. And then 20 minutes later, he was done talking. Like, we asked him one thing, and he talked for 20 minutes straight, and then... We got done and the, the the rep was so mad at us, but it was like, blame Dave. But it was like that. It was like she was just, man, off but, to the races. It was have, great. Like, it was but great. not the boring kind. No, you no, know, no. There's, there's times when people talk for 20 minutes straight and you don't get a word for in. Sure. And that's not what this was. Yes, just to be clear, <laughs> you cannot compare someone boring to David Lee Roth. <laughs> 
or or Michelle. Right. Uh, so we're gonna. So you need to stay tuned for that interview. We also have John Mills back today. We are going to discuss with him the great stoppage of manufacturing yes. that has caused panic. There's going to be kind of a good take and a bad take we're going to get into. Not to mention Dr. Jen stops by and we talk about when you are having trouble recovering. Like what what do you do? And then we also have a visit from Angelo at MetPro and we talk about dealing with snacking when you're stressed, which is very much this weekend. Like I totally fell off the wagon. It's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah. Also, we have a whole bunch of updates on instructors. There are marriages out the wazoo. Yes. Uh, so we got to cover all of that. Plus just where all the instructors are, all the good stuff. So I think that's it. Okay. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. We have a new review. <gasps> we do? Yes. This Yay! is from Mary Binder. <gasps> And she says, great show for all things Peloton. There are so many things I love about this show. First, Tom and Crystal are adorable and hysterical. I think that's in that order. <laughs> that sounds right. Wait, no. Wait. It would be the other way. Crystal and Tom or Tom and Crystal? Yeah, so it should be Tom and you're Crystal hilarious. are hysterical and adorable. Oh, okay. I'm hysterical. You're adorable. Okay. Uh, I especially love the rabbit holes that Tom goes down. Like that one just there. Yeah. That's my gift to you. Uh, <laughs> I learned so much. My musical taste and humor align with Tom's. The best thing about the show is the analysis of all things Peloton. It's smart, fair, and right on the money. Thanks for doing the show. And her leaderboard name is Ice underscore and underscore fire. Oh. So... Mary, I love your leaderboard name, and thank you for the very kind review. Absolutely. So um, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. We now have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where you can get uh, ad free, this whole show ad free for just $5 a month. If you want to pay a little bit more, you'll get bonus content like uh, when the story broke about Peloton no longer making bikes. We recorded a little mini episode for people. It was like 10, 15 minutes of us just kind of unpacking. Packing what that meant and you can also subscribe to our newsletter at theclipout.com and check out our youtube channel where you can watch these shows at youtube.com slash theclipout so there's all that let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall run lift and live with john mills Joining us once again via the magic of zoom tube is john mills from run lift live hey john how's it going How's it going? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Sorry, I might be a little sweaty. I was in there working out. <laughs> Were you? And I was like, oh, wait a minute. I got, and I ran in here and then I didn't have time to take off my gym shirt. So you and just, I put just put that put one on over it? <laughs> and it's hot in this room and now I got two shirts on and it's hot and I was already sweating. So, you know, my apologies. Is that what that wet spot starts, is? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just start going down and. You, know. you need to get one of those like uh, headbands, those like sweatbands, you know. I really might need one, really. Like, I don't know. like Olivia Newton John. <laughs> yeah. Get the exactly. little wristbands, dab oh, your forehead. I need, wristband or something. Yeah, I need something. Uh, I never would have known if you hadn't said anything. So uh-huh. don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. The two shirts make no sense in this room that's like 80 degrees, makes zero sense. <laughs> But that sounds miserable. It does. It does sound miserable. <laughs> I might lose a pound or two. I don't know. <laughs> Just during this episode, lose a pound. Well, that's multitasking. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I guess uh, let's jump into the big story of the week, which is Peloton will stop making bikes. 
and treads and it's Cue funny hysteria. it's funny some people yeah. make the headline we'll stop making its own equipment some people just make the headline it's going to stop making equipment like it's just going out of business yeah there's been a lot of that a lot of yeah. that i feel like i feel like they know exactly what they're oh doing. sure yeah like it's yeah. very clickbaity yeah. it is i was tempted i'm not gonna lie oh, yeah. i write the headlines for the show i was tempted. peloton to stop making bikes like it sounds like <laughs> they're going out of business oh, math hysteria that's Tech- right technically true it is technically true yeah but it yeah. is its own bikes and so i mean it honestly makes a lot of sense, right? Because it's going back to basics. And I think Peloton has been slowly kind of peeling off layer after layer and kind of getting back to that. We just do this one thing. And that, and that's that's where they started. So I, I think that's actually a good thing. And when they when they announced back whenever it was, I don't remember the year, but when they announced the, the tread and the bike plus. They said then these are only exclusively being manufactured through Rexon. I remember at that time they said that. They did. Now, I don't know if that ever changed, but if it didn't. I thought it did because they bought Tonic at some point. And I kind of in my head and I'm not saying this is accurate in my head. Tonic and Rexon just kind of like like Tonic was kind of just part of Peloton. And then like Rexon was making all of the parts and then they would send it over to America and then they would get finally assembled over here. That was that's how it worked in my head. I don't know if that's the case or not, only in that they always had these issues with these barges. And I always pictured like bikes. Maybe it was just parts. And then they were coming and they were piecing them together. But they own Tonic long before they announced the whole uh, Rexon is going to be the exclusive, you know, manufacturer of Bike Plus and Tread at the time. So when I heard this, I just kind of thought this just simply meant that Tonic is no longer making anything. Yeah. Like to me that's all it told me. And and that it expanded the partnership with Rexon and kind of formalized right. their expansion. I think that's right. the other thing. And so I wonder if, you know, a couple of weeks ago we talked about that Peloton had renegotiated some of their deals and, you know, their commitments. And I can't help but wonder if this is all part of it, right? That it's like Oh, that's a good point. It's like, okay, yeah. well, we're, if we go through just you guys, you can bring down our costs a little, right? You know, that's, that's how I hear it. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, mean, I you know, yeah, like, I guess the, it's less demand though, but yeah, it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. I feel like, and first off, I think we should say, well, not first off, because we've been talking about it for five minutes, now, but, <laughs> but uh, let's not forget to mention, <laughs> let's not forget to I'm mention first off. That, <laughs> that, that, um, first off, a, Right. One A. One A. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it, you know, like it's always a shame when somebody loses a job. Yeah. And obviously some right. people were let go because of this. And, and that right. is absolutely unfortunate. I think from a business standpoint, this is probably exactly the sort of streamlining they brought Barry in for. Right. Much as I right? hate to admit it. Yeah. I mean, that's what a financial guy does. It's what I've said from the beginning. He's going to he's going to be axing things. He's going to be coming in with his axe and he's going to. That was me cutting down things. (laughs) John got it. John got it. Yeah. You know, that was my fake karate sound. But, you know, I was thinking, doesn't this mean doesn't this say that tonic is like likely going to be sold? Right. Probably. Like, why do you own a manufacturing plant in Taiwan if you're going to be going to third parties? 
I mean, well, I think that's a fair question. If you're not going to manufacture things, what, why do you own a manufacturing plant? So, okay. But then let me put it back on you. What yeah. You know how like, you can, like, you, you bought a house, you fixed it up. Yeah. Now you move to yeah. a new house and you're going right. to, instead of selling that house, now you rent that house. And so you have another stream of income. I don't okay. think you want to be in that I business, like that. though. I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just yeah. asking the question. I think that I just that seems counter to what Barry's looking to accomplish. That's not here, the right? streamlining. It's not streamlining. Is that yeah. what you think, John? Yeah, specifically because remember, right as they purchased Tonic, if I remember correctly, Tonic was in the process of building an entirely new state-of-the-art facility. And they they didn't start any manufacturing in the tonic facility because it was still being built. And I, if I remember right, it took like a year before that was done. And then they were going to start using that facility, which tells me, isn't this kind of like Peloton output part? Like you got this brand new state of the art facility that you're not even going to be using for the rest of the year. Like, wouldn't you be? I don't know. Why do you why do you want that? I guess it's just a little unclear. And this is not the first purchase that Peloton has made where we don't have full transparency. So we're doing some guessing, right? Like, yeah. like if Peloton was responsible for getting rid of 570 employees, that indicates some of those employees are left. What's next? Are they going to spin it off? Are they going to downsize right. to like, like, why is anybody left then? Like, well, you, I, I don't mean right. that, like, get you, rid of everyone. You probably still saying. need some people for the wind down, though. So, so so does that indicate that more more cuts are coming? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to gauge if you don't know the total number of people that work there, right? Yeah. If, if, right. if they had 10,000 people and they laid off 570, that says something a lot different than if they had 600 people and they laid off 570. Right. I also think it's interesting that everybody, like the people that don't have Pelotons or don't like Peloton, the, the take on it is always like, it's going to be a clothes hanger. You're going to buy it, never use it. And uh, oddly enough, that's what Peloton seems to be doing with manufacturing facilities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> they were right, but just from a different angle. You know, they just... They have to spin it, and then they were right. I, didn't, I just picture Barry like, like walking to his office from his car, and he's just like, how come all this laundry is hanging on Output Park? Get out of here! Okay. You, you haven't touched this manufacturing facility in six weeks. There is a... Yeah. There's a layer of dust on it. Right. Get it out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So I know, uh, Tom, I had put a couple articles in there because this is this is factual. These are these are facts that we're discussing. And so I think this is this is kind of the positive side of things. This is from Fortune magazine, um, Fortune.com. Rather, I don't think they call it a magazine. Anyway, they they talked about how this is going to simplify operations, streamline things, be a cost savings. Uh, They also mentioned a couple of purchases or couple of things that came out that I had not realized. One of them is that they created a new deal with a maker for for the screens. So all of the screens are going to go through a maker. I don't know what it is. I can't remember. Do you remember yeah. the name of it, John? Because it's down. You'd have to scroll, Tom. You'd have to scroll. I wasn't familiar with those, um, those two um, entities that it mentioned, only in that, that someone that Apple used. Yes. But I wasn't familiar with the companies. I, I wasn't either. I just, I thought it was interesting because it kind of like, 
with everything else going on, it kind of slid through. It was real quiet. Uh, Quanta Computer is going to do the touchscreens, and Pegatron is going to build its upcoming rowing machine. So that's interesting because why isn't Rexon building their rowing machine? So those were two very interesting things I felt. I don't know why that is. And he and and Rindok said. What, I think that's his name, the supply chain guy. He says that they want to have one internal and one external to be able to have these two different supply chains so they can have simplification that all drives costs down and that in turn will improve product quality. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, when, when I was reading through this, I didn't quite get that, to be honest with you. But I just thought, hopefully, this is a component to of what Uncle Barry was saying that he was bringing in these people that had a broader depth and more experience in 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 doing this, and there's something relative to this structure that's going to make it better. So I just kind of I don't we'll see we'll wait and see you know aligning to that's their expertise and they're doing something that's better for the company right. I, I don't well, know. and and I think that kind of goes with what we've been saying for a while that Peloton can't be the the best at every single thing, and and I do right. think they need to from a process of like this is going to be our strategy going forward and I do think simple is better also I just want to point out this particular paragraph says that tonic they're going to keep a hundred existing staffers in Taiwan at tonic to work with outside partners so that does indicate they are keeping tonic they will continue to work with other companies so to me that says the, the renting situation I talked about earlier I I don't know. Yeah. A hundred people. It's not very much. That mean like there were six, six, seven hundred people there before. Like that's it still sounds really odd to me. It I, does. I, it do, And it I could be it could be that. the shutdown piece of it. That maybe they're keeping the manufacturing expertise to oversee the the manufacturing with the third parties. Right. Like that. They, oh, maybe. You know, what I mean, like they're going to serve as a, like almost like a project a management firm because Peloton, yeah. you know, in New York doesn't have manufacturing expertise necessarily so they're going to be like you guys make sure these are getting made right okay for the fair and for a decent price now that you say that when i read it again Mm -hmm. that makes perfect sense yeah that might be what they're saying okay okay but then i want to switch over to mac rumors because this this (laughs) honestly this article just cracked me up um i don't think they like peloton the author of this article no i don't i don't there were some really like nasty sentences in here like earlier this year that's my that's my mean voice yeah. peloton oh, was oh. looking for an investor like apple to buy 20 percent of the company in an effort to improve its fortunes amid dwindling demand for its products and fierce competition from services like apple plus okay i i don't oh. think that's that's almost an ESPN type voice. I was feeling oh. like I was watching an oh. NBA game. I didn't have enough bass for that. I don't I think I can say, pull out the bass. That's not your real mean voice. Your real mean voice is what we heard when you were talking about Kyle earlier. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Your real Kyle and resolutions. He can still go suck it. Yes. Um, oh. Okay. Oh. So. <laughs> well, like the, the first line they flat out says a desperate attempt. Yes, yes, a desperate attempt to That's simplify yeah, its operations. Too, I mean, come on, yeah, come That's on, a little too much. And you know, don't get me wrong. I kind of said something similar with regards to the Apple Fitness Plus thing, but mine is much more benign. I'm just kind of going, well, you know, they're a big company. They got something out there. They're, they got time to kind of like, you know, play with it for a while. So they got all the time in the world. Maybe at some point that thing will be a different animal. But 
he they're presenting that like it's already there. Like mm-hmm. this thing is threatening. And like, I don't know if they're really. There. I don't think they're there. I mean, there are people that use <laughs> Apple Fitness. I'm not saying that they don't. But I do not think that content wise, it is competing with Peloton in any way, yeah. shape yeah. or form. Yeah. Not buying it. Um, Maybe it'll be there someday, but I don't know if it's yeah. Maybe I do. I am really fascinated by this whole thing that the iPhone assembler Pegatron is going to be doing the rowing machine. Like I am fascinated by that. I want to know I, who decided that and why, because in my head, we were further along in the assembly yeah. process with the rowing machine, because where yeah. the hell is it? Like, I mean, we know it's coming out this year. It's been, we've been hearing this for years and years and years. We know it's happening. Is it so, possible they are, it's like cookies. They already made a batch. And I don't, gonna... I don't know. <laughs> That's what I want to know. I want transparency around this. Where are they? How many are they? Where are they sitting? Like, was it in pieces? And now Pegatron is going to put them together. You know, like I have questions. I want answers to these questions. That whole thing I struggle with. I mean, I I was that part of that article also I thought was interesting because, you know, me, I've been all along going, I don't know. It's Uncle Barry. (laughs) Do you really drop a rower? I know you've been very skeptical this rower is coming. You've been very struggling. We've all been hearing what he's saying, right? Are they really? (laughs) That's why that article was helpful for me, because, I mean, they're saying it in public. Like it's July and they're saying, yeah, they're going to be. So I guess they are. I think um, they're too far along to back off the rower. I think if he could wave a magic wand and go back in time. I mean, well, there's a lot of things they wouldn't do, but the rower would be pretty high on that list. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that was I think that was John's baby. And they're just kind of they'd cross it off. And they're just like, how can we do it? We can't cross it. No, but yeah, I agree. I agree. That one was that was a key statement in that article. I I, I attached to that, but I'm with you. They talked to us in the 2018, early 2019 about, you know what? There's a rumor coming. I, at least we heard those rumors. Absolutely. And it's I mean, it's like. <laughs> Right. I mean, I could have made a roar with my bare hands by now. You know what I mean? With my bare hands. So I don't and, know. And you mean B E A R hands? <laughs> like he does have that bear roaming around yeah. his neighborhood. He's probably yeah. trying to put it to work. Yeah, that thing worries so, me. Do you think this kind of cements that we're just gonna if if we see new equipment, it's just gonna be Peloton versions of things we've already seen in the marketplace, like? Is this why you think we got they got rid of the strength device? Because maybe these companies already know how to make a, a rower. They already know how to make a bike. They already know how to make a tread. But now you get this new thing and they're just like, we don't know. And they were like, OK, we can get rid of it. Well, remember, Uncle Barry also talked about like getting the software on other platforms. And I took that. I'm, I could be taking it wrong, but I took that as what the hell are we making new hardware? for? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's what. I, that's what I got. Like we got we got world class content, and if we could figure out how to integrate that stuff, like well, like, and you you and Tom have both been saying like where Barry comes from is subscription land. So so if if he's going to come in and quote unquote fix things at Peloton, his mind is going to be on that subscription model. It's going to be it's going to be all about content. Where else right. can we put it? I think logically that makes sense as a purist who's been in Peloton for a long time. I don't like the idea of it. I understand right. the need for it and the potential of it happening, but I don't like it. 
I just don't like it. So yeah. do you think that means, and we talked about this in our bonus episode, but uh, do you think that means that maybe we start to see Peloton popping up on other manufacturers' equipment that you can access it maybe through a Nord exactly. track? You do. I think we're going to start to see a couple of things, along with kind of integration with the content on other in other places on other devices. I think we're going to be seeing the existing hardware sold in new places in new ways. I think all of that is Barry's idea, but I'm as his his thought. But to to your point, I agree with you. Like they they canceled that tonal like device, and I think they would have canceled the rower if it hadn't have been like you said. Yeah, if it hadn't have been to this point. I yeah, they're just too much sunk cost. But yeah, I I keep landing on the fact that you know he he you know Barry's from Netflix, and you know what Netflix doesn't do <laughs> make televisions. Mm-hmm. You know, but buy a TV that doesn't have a Netflix button on its remote these days. Impossible. I don't know that you can do it. I you know, right. and so it makes me wonder if the long term plan is every piece of equipment that's out there comes with Peloton preloaded on it. And the hopes that you just subscribe, because I also can't help but feel like these companies like NordaTrack, I don't feel like they wanted to get in the content creation business. I feel like they wanted to make equipment and then Peloton came out with great content and it kind of forced their hand. And if they could if they could get out of having to do that, I think some of them would. Yeah, I agree with you. Think about what LG is doing now. They like they they got a new product they're about to drop and it's just going to be through their television and it's just going to be content. And then they're producing one device. It's going to be like a guide type device that just gives form correction and, you know, rep counting. But I mean, to me, that that's kind of the model, right? It's just like some software and some content. And if it can see you and give you some information, that's great. And all you other people that want to make hardware, that's cool. (laughs) We're going to try to get our stuff on your hardware. That's it. Yeah. Right. What, okay, so I think the other really big question we need to address before we wrap this up, what's happening with Tread Plus then? What does this make you feel about Tread Plus? John, you think it's out. Tread Plus? I don't think anything's coming with Tread Plus. See, I, I could be wrong. I know <laughs> that we've heard, you know, I, I know there, I saw, I, I don't know if it was the OPMP or where, somebody reaches out to Barry and Uncle Barry responds and goes, we're hopeful that, you know, we're going to be able to release the tread plot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was in an email. But we that. don't even know that he wrote the email. Like it was right. like, I mean, yeah. In my mind, there is no way in hell that thing's coming back. That's where my mind. Like, well, I when I when I get to the whole like we're streamlining, we're seem- streamlining, I feel like. The Tread Plus is not part of the streamlining. I feel like it doesn't I, it make, make sense financial sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, I want it to. Big monstrosity thing. I mean, it's it's amazing, but it, this big huge that doesn't make any sense. To it me. doesn't. I, I don't believe it. It doesn't. I don't believe it. It's yeah. sad. And so I'm in this dilemma, right? I have one, and Same. I love it. Same. And Erica, I, Jasmine lost all this weight on this thing. She uses it religiously every morning. I get up. And I'm going to get on a tread plus Jasmine's already there every morning. I mean, like, so it's like pulling at my heart. Like, I can't send that thing back. I don't even know how to do that. But I don't know that you need to because they they said this is where I keep landing. John, tell me if my logic's wrong here. They okay. said back when they announced the recall, right, they were going to mm-hmm. come up with a fix. And right. if they don't come up with a fix then that means that it changes the terms of the recall. And for those of us not inside the window, we decided not to send it back, right? Let's decide. Mm -hmm. Let's say we're keeping it. 
Right. Doesn't that imply they still owe us a fix of some kind beyond the November date? Some kind of new communication has to come out of that. I hope that's the case. That's not how I was seeing it, but your logic, I, I can't find any holes in your logic. So uh, hopefully that's the case. I mean, that would be great. I keep circling been, around it. I want somebody to poke a hole in it because because if I'm wrong, I want to, I, I'm in the same boat you are, you know, right. but I don't. Right. I think they have to do something for people that they said they were going to fix it. And if that means they give us our money back, if that means they give us a new tread, if that means I I don't know what it means. I would think of nothing else. They have to say, you know what? We're not going to fix it. Mm -hmm. So send it back or or you're on your own. Exactly. Because you held on to it under the assumption that a fix was coming. Exactly. So that's my interpretation there. And they are saying they will still fix it beyond that November date. They'll still work on it. That is their official stance. So I am sticking with it for now. That could change any day. I literally go back and forth on this daily. But right now, that's where I stand. I've never heard her go back and forth on it. Just for the record. (laughs) She says she's goes. I go back and forth on it. She's not like, just, up here. just letting, you, letting everybody know. Not one time has she said, I'm getting rid of it. Not not one. I said, I've said maybe. <laughs> That's well, not we're that like a house divided over here. Yeah. I'm oh. like, I love this thing. And Jack was like, she's she's out of it. She doesn't say anything, but I know she's going, they better not send that. Thing back. <laughs> Erica, Erica's going. We need to send that thing back like yesterday. When are y'all sending that back? Like, we're just all messed up over here. I don't. Yeah, that's um. that's a lot more complex. <laughs> Since Tom doesn't use it, this one gets to be my decision. So yeah. and, uh, but in fairness, if I did use it, it would still get to be your decision. Aw, thank you. <laughs> I don't know that I meant it in a nice way. Oh. I don't know if that really was like. I, was, I, I thought you were like being that. nice. but <laughs> Yes, I was being very. <laughs> Consider. That's right. I am yes, very, he was. Yes. I'm gonna side with uh I'm gonna side with Tom here. Yes. He was being very kind. Thank right you. Here. Wow. Yes. Now I see it as a bunch of bullshit. I can't <laughs> That's um, not nice anymore. <laughs> well now that things took an ugly turn, maybe it's time for John to sneak out. <laughs> Run yeah, while you can. Up. Yeah. <laughs> So on that note, John, until next week, where can people find you? They can find me on Facebook, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live. They can find me on the Tickety Talk, Run, Lift, and Live. Or they can find me at runliftandlive.com. Or, you know, by the way, yes. and if they're in Connecticut, well, this will already have played. Never oh. mind. I was going to say if they're in Connecticut, <laughs> I did a I did a piece for M- NBC Connecticut about Prince Mortimer. Oh, and sometime tonight. But oh, it'll be tonight? like a couple days later. So never mind. <laughs> well, send, send me the link and yeah, I'll post it. I'll sure. post it for sure. Well, we yeah. can put it in our newsletter when we send it out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll yeah. do that. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye, John. Thanks. Bye. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs. And you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually 
really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology (laughs) consultant. She was a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for USA Gymnastics. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. 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 Well, um, so... I'm probably going to butcher this person's name, but I'm going to do my best. Sakaya Phillips Pinnell has a, a problem. She has been doing floor boot camps and for some reason finding recovery difficult. So her body is in a constant state of hurt. So we have an overdo it. We have a person who's overdoing it. How do we help? Well, first of all, I, I want to look at what's going on that you're pushing yourself so hard, like emotionally what's happening that you're pushing yourself so hard that you're that sore and not recovering all the time? Are you using exercise to find your anxiety? Are you using it as an outlet that's kind of crossed the line from a healthy outlet into an unhealthy outlet? Are you struggling with some eating disorder stuff or body image stuff? So I just want to kind of like put that little checklist aside. Like we need to kind of have her look at that first. And then really you need to change it up. Like you can't be doing that every day. And also, you know, I'm a big fan of foam rolling and stretching. You know, I love to foam roll as Crystal knows very personally, foam roll at the beginning and stretch at the end and see where that gets you. But also you want to start to integrate some other kinds of recovery activities like massage, Theragun. I happen to really love the, um, oh geez, what's it called? Where you jump in the freezer. Um, Cryo. 
cryotherapy. Yeah, I'm a huge cryotherapy fan. Also, there are just so many new alternative kind of recovery. And a lot of the time, if you follow instructors on their Instagram, you'll see them like, oh yeah, Bex had a couple of years ago, there was this thing she had on her legs that like massages your legs and is supposed to help you recover. I went out and bought it immediately. You <laughs> did know? you? You got a Normatec? <laughs> I did. I did. I spent a fortune and I get my legs massaged and like, look, it, it, it helps. Every bit helps. So you really want to look at kind of what is your recovery game? Because sometimes we're so focused on our endurance, our strength, our whatever, that we don't focus enough on how do we recover so that we can actually have great workouts? And it sounds like she really needs to integrate that and also a day of rest, at least one day of rest a week, and then regular rest cycles throughout the year. Yeah. And I, I would like to add to that too that um, b- the boot camps in particular, they're not really meant to be done every day. Like it, yeah. it's fine to do that a couple times a week, you know, but. Yeah. You really you're supposed to kind of go hard on a boot camp and you don't want to go hard in every workout. So uh, to your point of switching it up, the the boot camps really do those. But but yeah, add in some softer activities would be a good idea, too. I don't want to go hard in any of the workouts, (laughs) (laughs) but you do. You do. I've seen you go hard whenever you do tonal. I was just going to say, like, you've been breaking numbers on tonal from what I hear. Yeah. Guess who? Guess who just broke three million pounds lifted? Oh, yeah. I was kind of virtually in the room. Yeah, oh, that's you right. Were. You were. You were there. <laughs> it happened to fall during one of your weekend runs. Yeah. And so a lot of times I'm down here do, doing the tonal because I know she's not on the tonal. So. But yes, I lifted I lifted three million pounds, not in a row. But well, no, yeah. But that's I you mean that's what? that's significant. I thought your mouth would say I lifted any pounds at any point <laughs> after fair. all of those years of not exercising. It's fantastic. It yeah. is. It's inspiring. It is. Well, yeah. I don't. I yeah. I've only listed. I've only listed lifted one point three million pounds. But you do all sorts of other things. I know, that but I my, don't my do. point is just that, like in comparison, like you're you're saying it's not very much, and so I'm just saying that's not that's not accurate. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm impressed with one point three. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, on that note, you know how well I handle compliments, yeah. especially about that sort of stuff. So on that note, maybe the next week can be the question. The question should be about, I have trouble handling compliments. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Until, until we pull out that question next week, where can people and find until you? Until I explore your entire family history yeah. <laughs> at the bottom of that question. People can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and Snapchat at Dr. Jen Mann. Two ends on Jen, two ends on Mann. And also always, Hump Day with Dr. Jen is my column in InStyle Magazine. You can catch it every week online. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you. Peloton in the news. So maybe not the biggest story we've ever <laughs> talked about on the podcast, but I think Peloton sent out a tweet this week that left a lot of people scratching their heads. Yeah. And it said, you're in his DMs. I'm high-fiving him on the leaderboard. We are not the same. So a lot of people, including me, were like, what does that mean? 
<laughs> and then I just thought maybe it's some fitness thing, and I moved on with my life. <laughs> that was so all you thought about that's, it. This as much as I thought about it. Okay, well, you were in the minority. Yes, I saw this posted everywhere. Can somebody explain this to me? I saw so many places, and I will be transparent. I felt every bit of my 43 years old. I knew it had something to do with DMs, but that was it. I know what a DM is. Well, sure. But that's all I got. So, uh, uh, and you f- explained this to me, mm-hmm. so I don't... I had sh- to do my Peloton research. Right. So, it references <laughs> a meme that's going around where it's like, a kind of like a, a Mad Lib joke. You're in his DMs, but I'm... Right. And the original tweet was like the original thought process was like, you're in his DMs, but I'm the one that that sees him every day. X, Y, Z in some sort of thing. And so we are not the same. It's like uh, it's for our really old listeners. It's like match game (laughs) PM, right? Where they would. They would then go to the audience or go to the their panel and they would each write a different joke that filled it in. So um, people were saying, like, you're in his DMs. I'm living rent free in his nightmares. We, we are, are not, not the, the same. same. <laughs> you're in her DMs. I'm in a refrigerator. We are not the same. I guess for, for so if I was going to write one, it's like you're in her DMs. I host a podcast. Right? <laughs> we are not the same. Right. So. So, yeah, Peloton decided to take uh, their their own spin on this and their own spin was you're in his DMs and I'm high fiving him on the leaderboard. We are not the same. So the comedy nerd (laughs) in me now. So now that I understand what they're doing, let me explain why it doesn't make sense. I'm I'm listening. From a comedy theory standpoint. I'm listening. Is that the joke is supposed to be. You're trying to get in this person's pants by sliding into their DMs, but here's this other way that I'm entangled with them that's infinitely more intimate than you'll ever achieve, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But high-fiving someone on the leaderboard, stalkers aside, <laughs> uh, high-fiving someone on the leaderboard is less intimate than being in their DMs. Right, because you're not having a conversation yeah. On the high-fiving leaderboard, you're, mean, just, you're just high-fiving. High-fiving someone on the leaderboard is like a, is is like one step removed. It's like adjacent to a Facebook poke. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. And There's s- no intimacy at all. Right. So it's like, so the, the joke just kind of collapses under its own weight at that point. So that's just the comedy nerd in me. Because I have written for Mystery Science Theater 3000. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> I do. But, I do know that. I have done that. Yes. So. I was there. Yes, I know. You were very patient. <laughs> we are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> there, see, there you go. Yeah. I waited patiently while he wrote, wrote jokes for Mystery Science Theater. We are not the same. So, uh, but. Yeah, so like the joke doesn't work, but that all that aside, it got him tons of attention. So I mean, you everyone know, was everyone was talking about this. The this week. joke writer in me says big fail. The marketing guy in me says, but it worked, <laughs> and and that's all that matters. Yeah. Also, for those of you saying it has nothing to do with their their actual message, it doesn't need to. They are not marketing to the forty year old. They are marketing to the twenty year old, and it landed with the twenty year olds. Yeah. So and so job done. And Peloton's reached a point where they're. To me, in my opinion, they're like Coke or Pepsi. They can just do branding, like mm-hmm. just keeping their name in front of people. They don't have to explain what they are anymore. I and agree. So just getting the word Peloton in front of people moves the needle. Invite Friends is back. It's back. It popped up briefly, went away, and now it's returned. Yeah. 
And all, all of my friends are there. I should have realized it was just temporary the first time whenever I only had like two people. <laughs> I thought it was weird because I even said, I think You're, they're rolling it out really slow. You were like, why does everyone hate me now? <laughs> and um, and so, so now the only downside is you can't search for your friends leaderboard names. So you have to scroll. And if you've got 2000 people to if scroll you're through, clip out Crystal. Uh, if you are a lot of people, that's from, a lot of scrolling. A, that is a lot of scrolling. Yeah. So um, unless everybody wants to get invited <laughs> all 2000 all 3000 whatever i however many don't be that person <laughs> but i do really like the idea that you can celebrate a specific milestone somebody brought up the fact that this is only for classes that are on demand so so if you're celebrating a milestone there is currently no way to use the invite friends uh. for a new class where you would want to celebrate live so hopefully that's something they are working on that would be nice you can now book in-studio classes online if they were available. If they were, I mean, the yeah. classes are available, but they're booked up. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and just to be fair, these were the Friday ones that they were doing the month of June and the month of July. So I think like the last three weeks of July went up last week and you could start booking. They were full instantly because gotcha. they were all the preview classes where you got invites sort of. And then soon, I believe we're going to be seeing the weekend classes pop up. You're going to be able to book for the entire weekend. Gotcha. Uh, so as soon as I see that, I will be posting. So for all of you that keep asking, when can I? Let me just say, I will post it. So you just need to watch my posts because I cannot message you all back. <laughs> but yes. But it's coming very soon. Very soon. So we got word this week that Peloton has been kind of quietly sending free gifts to people. Yeah, Barbie Fisher posted that uh, she got an email and and it was from Peloton saying, thanks for celebrating Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month 2022 with her, with us. And then she got a sports bra hat and a magnet. Uh, so lots of people apparently got this. I'm not sure how they chose. I, I never know how they yeah. choose. It's very interesting. But at any rate, it's out there. So make sure you check your email because you might have gotten a free gift. Yeah, it seems weird that they would send out gifts for Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month, but not make sure that they're going to people who are of that ethnicity. Well, I guess if you celebrate and you took a class, it doesn't really matter. I I guess. Yeah, I, just, I think it might be offensive if you were checking people's ethnicity. Yeah, I guess ethnicity. that's also hard to figure out because yeah. it's like we all we went and looked. Your picture Yeah you know, ew, ew, Yeah ew, but, ew. It just, but it also seems weird For like You know Just some white guy To get one You know Yeah I'm torn Like I get Why? what you're saying But it seems like I think these days You're better off Just sampling Yeah I don't think you better Guess anybody's okay. ethnicity Yeah that's mm. fair <laughs> Doesn't seem smart And it's been I feel like it's been A little while Since we've talked about her But JV Nava Yeah She has a long And rich history With the Peloton She does She does She's been with Peloton Since the beginning Yes Yeah She's getting married This weekend Congrats to JV We should probably Explain who she is For maybe newer people Oh my god Yeah There's people That wouldn't know Yeah Well JV is the voice Of the OPP I mean So she's been In Peloton Forever But back in 2016 When I got my bike she still posted on the OPP when it yeah. was called the OPP. Yes. And she would post things like if there were updates, things going on with Peloton. She used to be the one to post the feature Friday. Like uh, she was just everywhere. And when you had a problem, you just tagged JV, which is probably why JV is no longer on the OPP right. anymore. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, whenever you went to the homecoming 
uh, events now called HRI, everything's changed. She was like the face of it. It's always her department that does the HRI slash homecoming events. Like they are the ones that put the whole thing on. Yeah. In fact, this year at homecoming, I saw she posted it was her seventh anniversary of putting the homecoming oh, together. Oh, wow. I remember yeah. the first one we went to. Mm-hmm. She was like literally the first person that literally. walked up to us when we walked in the door. And and that was pre-clip out. Yes. So it's yeah. not like, you know, she was aware of the show or anything. It was still just incubating in our heads. She was just a nice person and yeah. saying hello. And she just came up and started talking to us. And we said what we were going to do. And it all went from there. The rest is history. So congratulations to JV. Congrats, JV. That's very exciting. Instructors in the news. More weddings to talk about. Yes, Olivia is officially getting married this weekend. Uh, She's getting married in Ireland. I'm not sure who all is attending, but so far we have uh, Christine Dierkel. Dierkel has been spotted. Aditi has been spotted. Uh, There was somebody else on my list. Uh, Selena. Selena. Selena was actually playing golf on the most beautiful golf course in the world, I'm pretty sure. I mean, uh, Ireland's got the golf courses. I mean, holy crap. She posted pictures of it. She was like, I, I mean, if you are a golfer, you must come to Ireland to yeah. see this golf course. It is amazing. It was gorgeous. I would go. I don't even play golf. I wouldn't even want to play golf. And I want to go to this golf course <laughs> just because I want to see the views. But anyway, they're all there to celebrate Olivia's wedding. And I'm, I have a feeling that there might be other instructors showing up. But I know there's a lot going on this week. So we will see. Congrats to Olivia for getting married. So Adweek announced their women trailblazers and they had 24 standouts elevating and empowering underrepresented voices and Tune Day made the list. I mean, this this list seems tailor made for her, doesn't it? It does. With everything she's done uh, since she's she's had a platform to do it. She's been doing it. Uh, I don't think these are like numbered in any way, so I don't know. They don't know appear if, to be. Yeah. Well, congrats to Tune Day for being part of this amazing lineup of women. <laughs> I'm scrolling trying to find her. I know. I, 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 I saw for, her earlier. It really doesn't matter for anybody except the YouTube people, but yeah. like she's on here. I swear to she's God. She's on here. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you should just do control F. <laughs> well, now I've committed so much to the scrolling. I don't want to stop. I understand. There we go. There she is. I found her. There's that beautiful smile. Her smile really <laughs> oh, does light you. up. The oh, room. you meant I did mean two okay, day. Sorry, babe. You have a beautiful s- smile, too. Makes more sense in this context. <laughs> And uh, while we're speaking of Tunde, she had a post about the beauty of uncertainty. She did. And also it was a Nike ad, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, it's pretty awesome to see such like she's she's so front and center of this this amazing ad. And it's all it's just really cool talking about embracing the unknown, which is very important to her. She says, lean into the doubt, trust yourself and believe your best today is only the beginning. And while we're speaking of Tunde. That's the, I think, fourth time I've said that. Uh, (laughs) She was at Atalassian? Yes. Did I say that right? Yeah. And I think we talked about she was going to be at this event a few weeks ago, but Mm -hmm. uh, she was there and she was in Texas and it was 112 degrees and then she headed back to New York. ASAP. <laughs> and God, the power stayed on for her. Yeah, You know for how real. Texas can be. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it looks like she had a good time presenting. That's nice. Matt Wilpers completed his first post-COVID triathlon. Yes, he did. He did a half Ironman. And uh, I can't remember where it's. Oh, Geneva, New York. Okay. That's where it was. Oh. I saw some people posting. They ran into him there and got to take selfies. So that's fun. Oh, that's cool. I, uh, I also learned mm-hmm. while writing up the show notes mm-hmm. 
that it's spelled triathlon. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Do duathlon's the same way. It's it's not spelled duoathlon. So it's should I duathlon. have been saying marathon all this time? No, what, don't do that. Well, just, why did where did the A go? It, don't worry about it. It just fell off. Oh, okay. Just Seems trust. like there should be an an A there. <laughs> it fell into an A hole. <laughs> You okay? Yeah. <laughs> that one really landed for you. So Robin Arzan has a fancy little video that she posted on her Instagram. She did. Yeah, it was a whole new like video put together. She said Parenthetica did it. I thought it was really interesting. I'm like, what are what are we using this video for? Yeah. Like, what does this mean? Like, uh, is this like her trying to get more gigs? Is this her? Yeah, because she's really missing out right <laughs> i mean what do you what do you want you're in people magazine you're a master class creator you just gotta keep you, your profile up man you do no yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying that jokingly yeah. like to be clear i don't i don't mean that shitty i'm just wondering like what does one do with this then? yeah like but do you think that's why it was made yeah i don't know because i uh yeah i mean i guess it's it, clearly a promo video yeah i i guess you got to like you got to keep the gram hopping i guess i guess it's so. the beast that can't be fed i don't think this is just for gram that's my yeah. point i think no, this I is to get other things yeah because it says you know athlete keynote speaker right uh, latin mother creator survivor executive yeah i just i feel like this is yeah. to get big speaking opportunities yeah maybe it's something they made you know her for her representation for things like this and she's mm -hmm. like well as long as it's made i might as well throw it out there yeah yeah, yeah. i thought she wanted to share it because it's cool and it is it's yeah, a great it's video well it's beautiful yeah yeah i want one of those <laughs> i want to look that good and while we're speaking of robin <laughs> she was on the rich roll podcast for the fourth time I'm not salty or anything, but seriously, four times, Robin, and not one time on the clip out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah, that's absolutely. Cool. Emma Lovewell was at the Pepsi Women's Retreat. Yes, and it was for career and leadership development. And so she was talking all about being a Peloton instructor and et cetera, et cetera. And for some reason, they were all wearing robes. I don't really know what that was about, but she posted <laughs> this on the uh, yeah. on the Instagram is, and said the robes really are that soft. Is Pepsi a cult now? They I look don't know. like they're in some sort of... You know what this reminds me of? Do you remember the time that we went to homecoming in New York and we oh, ended yeah. up on that rooftop party at like four o'clock in the morning and then went to the pancake place? Yes. We were all in robes that night. Well, but yeah, because we were on this rooftop and it like started midnight drizzling. it started to get, and then the, the fancy trendy bar, like they brought out robes for everyone. Well, all this and they were like these maroon robes. We all look like Hawkeye Pierce on MASH. Yeah, except they had hoods and yeah. I'm not really sure what that was about but it was fun and took great pictures so yeah. i don't know but that's what it reminds me of yeah <laughs> that makes sense good times nico serrani did i say that right you did oh, how about that uh is uh doing some classes kind of teaming up with uh dfb frown team <laughs> it's the women's team it's women german soccer it is it is you actually think i knew that did you i didn't since yeah you were having trouble with frauen is dfb is frau. Uh, like i think it's the frau deutschland 
football. <laughs> well, anyway, she was doing. Look, some... I knew a sports thing. You <laughs> she... need to recognize that. So anyway, she did these classes with the team in studio uh-huh. and uh, they did like a focus flow floor poses and then they did like a peak performance meditation. Thought that was really cool. Just really neat. Yeah, absolutely. There's also a really fun um video that they did like a commercial mm-hmm. for the team i'm not sure who the director was but it was pretty pretty awesome so i like this uh this little matchup they got going on very cool and while we're in germany <laughs> <laughs> yes uh marcel mauer and eric jaeger are going live well they went live on wait they're going live Hold on. I can't tell the date. The date's backwards because it's not American. I know. And it takes you. Okay. So July 13th. So today, the day we're recording this. Yes. That's when they went live. But it will be up so you can go see it. But they were on Facebook live. Phew. (laughs) Dates all out of order. I can't read them. Those Europeans, those Germans, it's like they've got a different word for everything. (laughs) I think they do. And while we're speaking of Marcel's, I I have to say, I really appreciate the time that you took on these transitions. (laughs) Uh, So there was actually another picture of her. You don't need to show it. It's okay. But she showed a picture where she was like, oh, yeah, me. I'm I'm on the verge of squatting 200 pounds while maintaining my weekly mileage. Now, what that means is that she is doing major strength training, major while training for a marathon. That's why that's a big deal. Yeah, It's, it's tough to do both. Then somebody was like, wait, how are you maintaining your <laughs> mileage? Uh, it's balancing weight training and love of running feels impossible. And she answered like this. One, I did just enough running to maintain my conditioning to run and speak while teaching. Number two, no speed slash mileage goals, goals were sought throughout the cycle. Three, prioritizing strength meant being okay with running slower than usual and letting go of super long runs. Ultimately, my goal is to have 200 pounds be a moderate weight for me. Not a heavy one. I think that's an amazing goal. And I love that she said this. This normalizes. Mm -hmm. So like as a Met Pro coach, I talk to runners all day long who neglect strength training. So this is so good to my heart right here. And even beyond just the strength training aspect, I, I think it's a good message that sometimes to achieve one goal, it's okay to put another goal aside or maybe backslide for lack of a better word in your achievement in one area because you want to make another an achievement in a different area yep. like you can't be all things to all people that's how you get hurt that's yeah. how you literally get injured is trying to do all of the things at the same time so. so i think it's a great message to send that like even a peloton instructor someone in the upper tier of fitness is like oh no but i can't do them both yes something's got to give yes because i'm a human being absolutely so thank you marcel dinkins for sharing that i absolutely adored it ben aldis appeared on itv's this morning Mm-hmm. that's what's called it's a it's apparently a uk morning talk mm-hmm. show yes um and uh he was there to help with shaping up your bat wings or bingo bingo wings i guess is as they that call what them british call them that's what it says, bingo it says today wings? he's showing you how to blast those bingo wings with some simple exercises you can do at home a bingo ate my baby <laughs> no that's I what they dingo w- oh, and that's australia gotcha it's all the all the accents blur together he's the german one right so <laughs> no. i so if we have any british listeners 
Explain to us. Explain bingo wings. Is that like we a, get bats? Yeah, like I, that I, makes sense. Is bingo another word for bats? Does it mean something different? We do need. You guys are just like being shitty to people who like bingo. Like, no. what does that mean? Nah, we need. But we need. We need like a UK dictionary. Yes. Uh, so if you're British, reach out to us. We got to solve. We don't this. say this often. At us. At us. Yeah. We, we need to be we, added. We want to know what the hell bingo wing. <laughs> we, we, we know what it means, but why does it mean why that? Why does it mean that? We are confused. We are. We, we haven't been this confused since Benny Hill. Well, at any rate, Ben was on TV. He did a great job. Awesome. And he helped some women firm up their arms, their triceps. Let's call it that. Okay. Until we understand the bingo. Make sure we're not saying something horribly offensive. We might be. Yeah. Yeah. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition questions, it is Angelo from MetPro. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hey, guys. Good to see you again. Good to see (laughs) you, too. Uh, We have a question for you from Diane Garrison Wan. She wants to know about snacking and sweets when she's tired or stressed. How can she curb that? Okay. Well, so the first thing I tell everyone is that Nothing, whether you're tired, stressed, or or low blood sugar, nothing is going to change the fact that chocolate tastes good. <laughs> so that's the battle we all are going to have indefinitely. For sure. However, <laughs> however, the battle we don't have to have, Diane, is that lightning or electricity-like surge where your body craves sweets and sugar because you took a a cliff drop-off in your blood sugar. So the way to prevent that is ahead of time to get ahead of it. Um, And so there's a number of things you can do. A lot of the standbys, I'm certain this will not be the first time you hear this, but eating more frequently throughout the day can help stabilize your blood sugar, especially if you get cravings including protein more often doesn't even have to be massive quantities of protein a little protein with each meal can go a long way really helps stabilize that blood sugar eating balanced meals fats fats can be very valuable now there's a lot of debate over when to time fats the best time suffice to say if you're not an elite athlete where you're timing digestion rates to maximize glucose uptake Start with a simple protocol of treating it like protein and have a little bit with each meal and you'll be served really well. If you're a more advanced athlete, then there's a bigger discussion to be had. Um, But balanced meals throughout the day will help get ahead of it. Now, you've done all those things. You've prepped in advance. So if you can prepare breakfast and snacks, you're going to be well ahead of the game. And by the way, I tell that even to my clients who work from home. I had one client recently, we we fought on, he's like, no, I'm at home. I have all the ingredients. I don't need to prepare in advance. And I said, humor me one (laughs) week, humor me. Okay, for you, Angelo, I'll do it for a week. And sure enough, he's like, yep, you were right. His adherence was double, maybe triple what it typically was because it's that thrifty nature we have. We don't like to see stuff go to waste. Once you've prepared it, you're unlikely to see it go to waste. Likely you're going to eat it. And when you're busy, it cuts out the time of even having to put a meal together. It's already prepared. So prepare in advance. I can't stress this enough. My favorite prepping meal is a mid-afternoon snack. It's the one that most frequently gets missed, and it's the easiest to prepare. Simple stuff. 
fruit and nuts. Keep it simple. Uh, there's a lot of other combinations that work great. Don't overthink it. You want low perishable, portable, not messy. That's what you're looking for. Simple snack. It'll do amazing things for your appetite and blood sugar, especially the afternoon snack, because most of us go more hours consecutively between lunch and dinner than we do breakfast and lunch. I like mid-morning snack and mid-afternoon snack, but if I had to prioritize one, it would always be the mid-afternoon snack. So you've done all of these things, but you're still getting hit with cravings. Have good options available. And just as importantly, those are the times to not have the junk food and your particular triggers in the house. Because when you get stressed out, if there are Oreo cookies in the house, you will eat them. You know how I know that? Because <laughs> they're Oreo <laughs> cookies. Because <laughs> they're Oreo cookies. Because when I get stressed out, if I have Oreo cookies in the house, I will eat them. <laughs> I have deduced that no amount of knowledge or scholarly info on the impact of Oreos on my waistline or metabolic health will deter me from them once they are inside my house and I'm stressed. So unless you can figure out a way to never get stressed out, Keep the Oreos out of the house. And That'll you, go a huge way. And if you do figure out a way to never get stressed yes. out, please share it. You will be a billionaire. Share it with all of us. We want to know. <laughs> exactly. Um, but good snacks, things that you can go to. Find a way to uh, enjoy fruits because the natural sweetness of fruits is a lot of tips. You know, not everyone's going to like the same thing. I have some clients that like to freeze grapes. Um, and then uh, it's more of an event to eat them. Uh, frozen blueberries. I have other clients that like to put a little Truvia on cut up strawberries, and that works really well. I have other clients that like to do plain Greek yogurt with fruit mixed in, and that really satisfies them. There's great combinations. You can take a little bit of uh, a cup of strawberries, a cup of Greek yogurt, and a couple packets of Truvia or a uh, all-natural sweetener. Put it in the blender, turn it into almost like a frosting, or put it in the fridge or freezer for about an hour or so, and it'll make a really nice, satisfying treat. Um, these are little little tweaks you can try. You'll find things that work for you. Avoid boxed items because what a lot of times we do is we go to satisfy our sweet cravings with processed, marketed as healthy things like granola bars and such that come out of a box. But let me tell you, those are just so tightly packed with both sugar and high calories and carbohydrates that undermines our efforts, especially if weight loss is among our goals. If it's not among your goals, then there are some bars out there that are reasonable. But if you can go for grandma and grandpa's options of food, the way it comes out of the ground or grows on a tree or from an animal, better still. And so look at those options as your go-to. But 90% of the battle happens before you get to your craving, Diane. Awesome. But that's so, so true. So true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I miss that snack, watch out. Yeah. Yes. 
And you know, if you could, if you could be a fly on the wall for one of my consultations with, with one of our clients or fly on any of my coaches wall, while they're coaching their clients in the first week, here's what you would hear. Yes, Johnny. Good, Johnny. I don't care if you lost weight, Johnny. Here's what I want to know. Did you pack your meals? Did you have a routine in place? Because until that falls into place, any streak of good habits or bad habits or somewhere in between is going to be simply a, a practice of randomization because that's how life goes. They have learned coaching hundreds, thousands of clients that the only way to get a predictable outcome 60 days from now, six months from now is the battleground is do we have a routine in place? And that doesn't mean no variety. It doesn't mean you never deviate from the routine because that's not life, but you have to have a foundation to come back to that can be built on. And that's really the, the secret to, to our success at MetPro. Um, so you can implement little pieces of that to help stabilize blood sugar and cravings even on your own. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all that. Until next time, if people want this sort of information tailored to them and their personal fitness goals, where can they find you? Call us up. Uh, reach out at metpro.co slash TCO for the clip out. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Peloton Artist Collaboration. So it's not an artist series in the traditional sense because Ashton Kutcher doesn't sing, he at least not. not on record, like he may be in the shower. You uh, yeah, know? who knows? But um, he is partnering up with Peloton to train for the New York Marathon. Yeah, so he's never done a 26.2 before. Yeah. Uh, and he is going to be not only teaming up with Peloton, but also Bex Gentry. Oh, she's so lucky. <laughs> uh, and she's going to get him race ready. And uh, he's going to use the Peloton Marathon Training Program, which has already existed out there. If you don't know, it's in three chunks. It already exists. Go get it. And uh, then he's going to train for a cause. He's raising funds for a nonprofit. At, it's called Thorn, which he co-founded 10 years ago. So we will see. They are going to keep track of his progress. So we will be giving you updates here and there. He'll be there in November. See, Tom, this is why I want to go to the New York City Marathon. Ashton okay. Kutcher's going to be there. Yes, we need I'm to be there. I'm sure he'll stop and talk to of us. Of course he will. In the middle of yeah, his we'll race. have like a clip out booth, and he'll be like, "Oh, I've heard of you guys," and then we'll do an interview. It'll be amazing. If I manifest it, it will happen, right? That's hey, what people it, say. It worked for Ralph Macchio. It did. Yeah, it did. We met Ralph Macchio in St. Louis. Yeah, which like how? Yeah, how? and not at a Wizard World. No, like at a, just hanging out. Well, we turned around. He was watching the Karate Kid. Yeah, but we play. went to see he wasn't, like, the Karate Kid out. play. Yeah. And we turned around and Ralph Maggio's there in St. Louis. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. I totally did that. But not to his face. <laughs> no. I, I played it cool. He also liked my WKRP shirt. He did. Yeah, Tom came up and he was like, WKRP. It's like, oh my God, Ralph Maggio just talked to Tom. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> in case you missed it. We have Spanish language classes available for people. I say we because I work at Peloton. But these, the, the, no, Spanish classes have existed. No, no, no. no I don't understand That's what not this what is. We're, it's just a collection. That's all it is. Oh, okay. They have created a collection so you can go and find them 
easily. Ah. Uh, that's that's it. All these classes are in are, their Spanish language. So they're just, and they're now just clustered together. Yeah. So there's strength, cycling, yoga and meditation all together. So maybe some of these are new, like as far as like they didn't all have all of those. But I thought we did. So at any rate, you can go find them. Nice little collection out there for you under collections on the app or your bike or your tread. And while we're talking about collections, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Peloton, they made a collection. So it's really easy to find like all of the Peloton preview classes. So every Friday in the month of June and July, they're having the member preview classes, what they're calling them. Special invite only. That's what I call them ah. um, for the special people. Um, but anyway, those classes have all been put into one collection so you can easily find them. So far, there are 39 with more to come. Jen's class will be coming up on July 22nd. Ah. Jen Sherman. And a cool little feature has been added. You can now filter by body activity. Yeah. So you can get very specific. You can say, I want biceps and lats. And it will bring up every class that has both biceps and lats. Right. So just to be clear, these are the body parts you're supposed to be working, not the ones you want to look at. It's not a sexy people filter. Right. Yet. But we're getting closer. The technology is there. Yeah. Like now you can be like, I want to see the best biceps. And then, you know. That'll happen. <laughs> I was like, and then what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Kristen McGee has a fit family yoga collection. <laughs> she does. It's us. Uh, <laughs> there's other fit family classes that have dropped as well. But Kristen McGee had some that dropped that were. Uh, Apparently yoga does not run in the family. <laughs> She was trying to do tree pose with the kids and they're everywhere. She was like, the trees all fell down. Yes. And it looks like it made a sound. <laughs> hey, she tried. Yes. Uh, that one on the left has got it down. Yes. <laughs> He's like, let me know when you people get it together. <laughs> He's clearly her favorite. I know you don't have a favorite child, but it's that one. <laughs> and I also saw that Just Sims had some fun uh, like family classes, too, where they were playing games and stuff. So look for those. If you need some activity for the kids, they're all nice and short, which is perfect. Well, most kids are short. That no, makes... the classes. Oh, the classes. Yeah. Okay. And we finally, uh, we have a new Adidas Peloton apparel collection that will be at your fingertips by the time you hear this. It will. It's dropping on July 14th. It's going to be another Adidas and Peloton apparel drop. Uh, and apparently they are featuring all the UK and German instructors this time uh -huh. around. So uh, I like the look of this one. It looks more sporty and fun. So I'm excited about that. Awesome. Yeah. I, I like the color. Soothing blue instead of that, that like snot green. It's much <laughs> better. Much better. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Michelle Marshallden. Hey, Michelle, how's it going? Oh, it's going great, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> well, we are so excited to have you here. So, Michelle, you have been doing yoga for years. You are an athlete. What, tell us how you came across <laughs> how you came across Peloton. How did it become a thing for you? I can't say I've always been into fitness, but when you get a little older, you have to get a little more interested in it because life happens. And, you yes, know, when does. I had children, a whole lot of life happened as it should to every, anyone who's had children. I mean, your body changes and your health changes. 
And that includes dads because you're more sedentary than you've ever been before. And that's a huge change. Well, not sedentary, but you're like leaning over, chasing after two feet tall people. (laughs) And so it's a huge change for the body physically. And so I became, was always a writer and a journalist, but I became interested in fitness at a young age in my 20s. But I was always able to get away with the bare minimums, like a run two or three times a week and go to work. But when you get a little older, the body lets you know loud and clear that that's not going to be sufficient. So we had like a regular old bicycle, a stationary, like I do this, like this is the pedals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this I don't think that pedals. was a bike, I think. <laughs> That was a bike. And I was able to read while I biked. And so I had an inkling that that wasn't efficient use of my cardio and my time, but I did get a lot of reading done. (laughs) Anyway, it was 2019. And my husband said, you know, I think that it's time to upgrade the bike. And I was all in. and, And he said, you know, he doesn't really exercise as much, but he said, I'm reading a lot about Peloton and let's get to a Peloton. And I think it was up there with my wedding ring, it's about the best gift he's given me. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is high and, praise. And the two children oh. and Gigi. <laughs> Gigi the puppy, if you're listening. <laughs> Gigi the puppy. Yeah, if you're listening and you're not watching, just so you know, Gigi is sitting on Michelle's lap because Gigi was a little mouthy when she tried to not have him on her lap. So, or she, I guess it's a she. <laughs> Small but mighty. Sorry, (laughs) William Shakespeare. (laughs) Yeah, so I got it in April of 2019. And I'll have to be honest, it saved me during 2020 and 2021. I don't know how people, I just don't know how people, when they closed the gyms and they closed all the fitness studios and they closed the yoga studios, I don't know how people made it without doing something other than worrying. And this bike and all of the classes that went along with it, I mean, it literally saved me, saved my spirit and saved my health. I sound like an advertisement. Do you think I can get paid for this? No, well, we <laughs> well, have Based so. on our results, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> <laughs> but we spread the love anyway. Yes. So was that a culture <laughs> shock? For, was that a culture shock for you to go from just like a regular old bike that you apparently had to paddle with your hands <laughs> and to a Peloton where like you've got coaches and classes and music and it's like a discotheque? Was that a little shocking yeah. for you? It wasn't too bad because I had gone to spin studios. So I knew how to spin in a spin studio. So not an alien concept. (laughs) Totally alien. And when I was in, I I live in Denver, Colorado. And when I went to big cities, I would go to SoulCycle, which I enjoyed. Not the price, perhaps, but I really enjoyed the format of the product that they offered. Anyway, the way I actually discovered Peloton and really wanted it, we were in New York uh, visiting my kids and my families there, my parents. We were in New York and I was staying at a hotel that had a Peloton bike in the fitness center for guests. And so I got on it and I remember my very first class was with Olivia Amato. I think she said at the time it was her first spin class that she was offering because I think she had been a running coach prior to this class. Yeah. And she I was doing her first class. It was my first class. And I was just doing it on the clip in, not even a clip, but like the clips that you put your foot in on a hotel bike. I remember running upstairs to my husband like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I said to him, if it's not public, make it go public and buy the stock. That's what I said to him. Well, that turned out to not be the best advice. I'm not going to. I'm happy with my stock. I'm happy. I'm a believer. I'm all in. I'm a believer. I'm holding it. I'm going to give it to the kids someday. 
It'll I, be like Confederate currency. I have, I, I have to say that is actually a hot take, given that we are in July of 2023 now. Wait, 2022. 2022. I'm really off ever yeah. since the pandemic. <laughs> But like, it's been a rough year for the Peloton stock. And I am very impressed that you still feel that much passion. I mean, I love Peloton, but now that is, I don't know that I could say that much excitement about the stock price at the moment. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not a day trader. (laughs) I'm a yoga teacher. (laughs) If you want more stock tips from me, just ask, you know, (laughs) because I'm the worst. I'm the actual worst. But like I say, I, I believe in it. And I feel like the format that they've delivered has just been phenomenal. But maybe I want to listen to this. What else? Let's talk about something interesting. Like where are all the old people on Peloton? Because I'm there looking for my 60s and my 70-year-old people. They are out there. You do have to kind of, you know, call to them. But the two that come to mind right off the top of my head, are we at Cycle Nan. And I don't know her age, but I know that she has been a Peloton rider for uh, since I've been a Peloton rider in 2016. So she's been doing it for a long time. And then, of course, May May on the leaderboard, May Sarikoff, and she has been a guest on our podcast and she is just lovely. She's done everything in her lifetime. Like, she's like the Forrest Gump of Peloton. She's been everywhere. In terms she's, of like being in the all these cool places. Yes, yes. yes. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. yes. It's like she's done all of the things, everything. It's just she's amazing. I look up to her. I'm like, if I, I, and, I get to her age, I want to have lived that amazing of a life. <laughs> She's my, you know, May is my idol too. And I've known her through yoga life previously and also through Facebook and social media. And she's been my idol for many, many years. I, she's a wonderful human being. Has May found other people for you? Like here's some people in their 60s and 70s as she pointed them out to you? You know what I do is I went on the Facebook page for Peloton and I made a post, this was about a year ago, and I explained that when I'm on a ride, I click to see who's there at the same time. And then anybody who's 50, 60, or 70, I give a high five to. (laughs) And I just wanted them to know that I wasn't stalking them, (laughs) that I'm married, that it's not going to go any further than like a casual flirtation on the leaderboard. (laughs) And I had some, I think I had over a thousand people click like and then click, thank you for explaining that. (laughs) I just wanted everyone to know. One guy that clicked sad. He was like, like, And I just wanted everyone to know that we're not alone. When you're on the Peloton board, that feature of being able to know that you're not alone and to have friends and to see who's working out. I mean, it was a lifesaver when we were all isolated. And today I still use the feature. I mean, I just enjoy seeing, you know, who's on with me and what age groups are attracted to which music and to which um, instructors. It's really fun. That's awesome. So I'm just curious. When do you read? <laughs> I can't read on the Peloton. Right, so when do you read myself. now? Did you just stop reading? <laughs> She's like, I never read anymore. She's like, I threw out all my books. <laughs> They're all gone. Yeah. Now I read in the evenings. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure that you're still reading. Got to exercise your brain too. That's true. Exactly. That's true. Now, are you still teaching yoga classes today? Yes, I do teach. You know, my career, as long as well as with every other yoga instructor, pretty much blew up in 2020 because the majority of us were not on Peloton. It's hard to believe. <laughs> the majority of us taught in studios across the country and across the world. And, you know, my whole studio closed for 14 months wow. and Denver closed for even longer. Because I'm older, I do have older students. And so, the majority of my students, even when we reopened, just never felt comfortable to come back. 
And so the whole yoga landscape has changed. I do teach and we do, we lost our physical space during all of this because commercial real estate prices have gone skyrocketed high, but we're in a new space and we're, you know, we're coming along and we're still hanging in there. So I feel like Zoom yoga, which and I'm going to just categorize the Peloton yoga experience as kind of a Zoom class, because sure. even though it's not live particularly, except for a little chat in the beginning, you're doing it on a screen. And, you know, there's something wonderful just to be able to have a stretch, if you will, and a practice where you're not in charge. And so when I get on my mat without a Peloton instructor or without a class, I have to decide of everything I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to do this pose and then I'm going to do that pose. But there's a beauty in not being in charge, especially if you're in charge the other 23 hours of the day. It's just nice to get on your mat and have someone else tell you what to do. And so that's why I do Peloton yoga, even though people say to me all the time, I thought you know how to do yoga. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But it's a joy to not be on top. That's sort of a dirty little joke. <laughs> it's a joy to not be on top and it just let Ross be on top. Either way. Don't let Ross be on top. And you can let yeah. him know I said that. <laughs> Now, we need to explain to folks that you actually know Ross, right? Because in the yoga world. So you said that you've known him for quite a while is what it sounded yeah, like. Yeah. So I'm going to, if people don't know that he's old, I'm going to let you know he's old. He's the same, almost the same age as me, but I've known him 20 years. I mean, that's a really long time. Or maybe it's 18 years. I trained with him a long, long time ago in New York. And then he's been to my house several times to visit and to teach yoga in the Denver area. And I'm still really offended that he didn't invite me to his wedding. So I'll just hold that against him for the rest of my life. <laughs> shots fired. Yeah, shots fired for real. Shots fired. No, I'm kidding. If people are listening, I joke around. I love that man appropriately and also maybe a little inappropriate. <laughs> it's hard not to have a crush on Ross. I mean, his voice. I mean, he's a beautiful man. He's, he's beautiful. And inside, inside and out. out. Spirit, yeah, inside out. But probably because I love him inappropriately is why I wasn't invited to the wedding. Yeah, that could have been awkward, right? <laughs> that would have been really awkward because when they get to that point, part about, you know, does anyone have any objections? I'd be like, ah, a little bit. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> And look, Ross, if you're watching, you're missing out on Gigi now. <laughs> Did you see he just got a new puppy? Oh, yes. And he's got, we're not even going to have to talk about him anymore. He's got a great job. He's got a gorgeous husband. He's got a puppy. He's got an apartment. He travels all over the world to London. Yeah, we're done with that conversation. Okay, <laughs> okay moving on. Next. Boy, the, the love stopped quickly. <laughs> no, I love him. I love him and I enjoy practicing with him because it's a style that I'm also trained in and that I teach. And so, you know, he'll do cues and he'll do work with props that I can actually take into my own classes. And so I enjoy that quite a bit. That's wonderful. But I also enjoy other teachers. Like he's not my only teacher. The joy for me of Peloton is just I can just click around and experience a lot of different kinds of yoga. I'm an equal opportunity yoga ho. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it all. So you're in an appropriate manner, of course, or inappropriate. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I'm at an age where we take what we can get. I'm in my sixties, and I'm happy with whatever comes my way. Polyamorous yoga. Oh That's my what god, we've got going you on. are delightful. Yes. <laughs> well, Tom, I feel like you need to ask a follow up to that. What? <laughs> I, you know, I thought it was really fascinating when you're talking about 
enjoying it as just a student, even though you're an instructor. Like that was very counterintuitive to me. I, I would have looked at it as like, it's just like I do it all day long. You wouldn't have any interest in it. So I just. Oh, no, it's such a it's a joy to not be in charge. And here's the thing about when I tell my students about developing a home practice, the tendency that we would do is we do the things we like. I mean, we're human beings. We're going to go for the cake or for the thing we really like. Even if you, how you eat your food on your plate, you probably go for the thing you like, and then you eat the thing you're not that fond of, you know, next. And yoga practice, it's the same thing. So, you know, there are poses that I would tend probably not to do unless it was suggested it's a good time. And so when you take a class from somebody else and you put yourself in somebody's hands, it's like an opportunity to open yourself up to the universe and just say, so universe, like, what did you bring for me today? And it's a really nice way to stay open to transformation and to kind of stay open to change. Now, if an instructor does something that maybe isn't right for my body because I have an injury, then I just skip that part because I know that that's probably not in my best interest at the moment. And again, that's the joy of Zoom yoga is that, you know, I'm not in the classroom and I don't have to explain why I'm skipping that pose and be like, oh, my back or my yeah. shoulder. I can just skip it and wait to the next thing that's offered. Yeah, what you don't a feel great the point. And you don't feel the pressure. Yeah. Or like it's a commentary on what the teacher's doing. Right. It's you know? just, you just move on. What, what you about? Just move on. And, you know, to that point, Tom, what's interesting that I've heard from many of my students is that one of the aspects they love about having gone to Zoom during the situation. We're going to call it the incident, meaning the pandemic <laughs> during the incident, was that when they were in the classroom, they often felt that pressure. They yeah. felt pressure from themselves. I've got to look good or they felt pressure to keep up with other students. And that's completely gone. And, you know, as yoga instructors, we're always saying it's not a competition, like you don't have to keep up. And I say little jokes like, oh, that person, if you have really open hips, it's been proven they have a lower IQ. And so you're just much smarter, like if they couldn't do a certain hip <laughs> But I just, you know, it's a joy to be able to just rediscover what the practice should feel like without that kind of competitive pressure. That's awesome. And I'm curious, obviously, you ride the bike and you do Peloton yoga. Or do you like the strength, Pilates, bar, any of the other types of workouts too? I have done all of it. And much to everyone's horror, I did the dance one. And <laughs> I put that up on Instagram. So I put up what Cody and I think it was Allie Love, what they were doing. And then I filmed what I was trying to supposed to be doing. And it's hilarious. It's an older clip. I don't know how to like bring it. Maybe I can find it and bring it back to the top if people look at it. But honestly, I look like I need medical attention. <laughs> it's like that old I Love Lucy clip where she's going the other way and they're going, you know, this way. But I loved it. And I have tried almost everything. I mean, if there's something that doesn't feel right for my body because I am in the 60s and I, I might take a peek because I don't rule anything out until I really see that it's not right for me. But I'm an avid bar practitioner. I think bar does certain muscles that no other practice does. Bar does like what we call the outer hip or the outer rotation. Pilates, I've always taken a lot of Pilates and I've canceled my studio Pilates membership because I love the Pilates they've added. Even though it's mat Pilates, you get quite a good workout for your core and for your deep interior muscles. So I'm happy with, I do all the... I do everything on there. <laughs> okay. Well, what about like running? Do you run too? Okay. So that's one of the things I don't do because I have two brand new knees, the titanium version. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> that then, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I don't run. In fact, I was in New York City last spring with my son 
and the light, you know how the light flashes and it lets you know you got to hurry it up? Yeah. <laughs> so my son said to me, Mom, hurry up, run. And I was like, oh, I can't run. Just tell everyone I love them. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> I, like, I can't run. run. If a yellow or an Uber comes by, just I know I love you and I had a good life. And daddy has the combination to the safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're hilarious. <laughs> but I don't run. But I do do the outdoor. In fact, Jess Sims, I do all of her like outdoor tapes. And I listen to her talk about her dogs. But when I'm especially when I travel, I'll do the walking ones and like, you know, there's little exercises while you're walking. So I love, love that so much, the outdoor. Because, you know, if you just walk, you won't get as good of a, you know, increase and decrease in the heart rate as if someone tells you to maybe take a squat or, Absolutely. you know, pick up your leg. It's really wonderful way to, to do your outdoor. Reading. Even the way that they instruct power walking, like I push myself so much more whenever they're pushing me than I do whenever I'm just doing my own. So yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to give the smallest plug if that's okay. Sure. So I'm an author too. And this is our book, co-author of Fearless After 50. And it was just featured on PBS. Oh. And we talk about how to thrive with grace, grit, and yoga. And that's a book I've written, I wrote with Desiree Rumba. I also am the author of Finding More on the Map, which is when I was in my 50s. The reason I wanted to bring that up is that we're currently doing all the research for 60s. And I am, you know, adamant that as we get older, perhaps yoga may take more of a backseat. And all these other activities that I've been experiencing on Peloton and, and the real world might have to take up more of my precious time because I feel that weight training, strength training, and different disciplines like Pilates and bar really add to your physical health, including yoga and cycling. In fact, if you do, as you age, if you do only one thing, such as like you're only on the treadmill or you're only on the cycle bike, you're at a huge risk for injury. Because let's just think of it as like as a rut, like you're doing the same motion over and over. And it's not for one year or two, it's for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years. So you can only imagine the kind of rut or grooves that your muscles would and your fascia would have. And even your bones, like the way water runs through rock, activity and motion will run through your bones and create not just ridges, but will create like a tightness and a groove. And that's what contributes to things like knee replacements and hip replacements. And we're the largest generation of getting hip replacements and knee replacements ever in history are the boomers. And then it will soon be, I know a lot of generation X that are I'm already in their forties getting their hips and their knees. And so I tell you this, I'm being long-winded, I apologize. <laughs> but I tell you this because I'm adamant that something like Peloton, where for the, the same price, like all you have to do is click and to try something new. It's like, you don't have to leave your house. So you don't have to like, sign up for something. All you have to do is click on it and give it a minute to see if it really helps your body. Wow. And that's all great points. Excellent. Yeah. We usually ask for people to give advice. You just did. Yeah. <laughs> just well, you know, I'm a mom. It's very hard to shut us up. <laughs> Amen. Hearing about all the hip and knee replacements <laughs> makes me happy I didn't start exercising until I was 50. Well, but to her point, even if you're a person that's been exercising your whole life, if you've been mixing it up, it's easier for you. And so I absolutely agree with that. And in my own research, I think that weightlifting is very important to keep you young. And to keep that was you my son. <laughs> <laughs> and did you hear it was some kind of a rap song? <laughs> so I know it's him who's calling. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm glad he's you cut up the ringtone. He's, gl- he's not a rapper. He's just in his 20s, you guys. <laughs> I'm just glad you cut up the ringtone before we had to pay for the licensing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh good God. Hang up that phone. We don't got that kind I of did, money. I did. I caught it fast. <laughs> we don't got that kind of money. I think the song was Young Money, or maybe that was the artist. It was something about young and money. <laughs> no idea. I, kids today with These, their music. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. You know, I play rap music in my yoga classes all the time. I love it. And so I'm do not going to quit. Do you always know the artist series when Peloton puts them out? You know, I, I've been paying attention and I enjoy a lot of it. I have to say that Megan Thee Stallion was the very best. And uh, who is the little girl? Kendall did the Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> ride. And I've taken that ride like six times. Like if I can't find a 30 minute ride really quick, I'll just go right to that ride because it's just, it makes my day. Oh, that's amazing. That's I love that. So does your husband do any of the Peloton stuff or was it, was it the bike just He was for just you? like, here's the bike for you. I'm never touching it again. <laughs> He's gotten on it, but I don't understand this at all, but there's an option for people. He takes these rides through the countryside with nobody telling him what to do. Actually, I feel kind of good because he won't do it if I tell him what to do. So now I don't take it personally. It's like anybody telling him what to do. He doesn't want to hear it. So he goes on the countryside like he's like, oh, I just took a ride through the French vineyards. And he has his headphones on and listens to his own music. But he enjoys that part of it. That's great. That's great. See, that's the beauty of Peloton. You can meet people wherever they are. Isn't that amazing? That's pretty cool. It's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) So there you go. I'm curious, what is your leaderboard name on Peloton? Oh, Denver Yogi. So it's Denver and then Y-O-G-I. And my picture, you can tell it's me. I'm, I'm doing Lotus and I'm actually levitating. The picture, I'm not like touching the ground. If you look at the whole picture, I'm doing Lotus levitating. It's how you know I'm truly yogic. <laughs> <laughs> yogic. I love it. <laughs> Even though I listen to rap music and I love the Megan Thee Stallion ride, I'm truly a yogi because it's not about what you listen to. It's about your heart. (laughs) That's that's funny. That's great. (laughs) So do you have a preferred instructor? I don't want to play favorites. Look, you don't have to worry about hurting Ross's feelings because he didn't invite you to his wedding. Right. He's off the list. He's off the list. (laughs) He's off the list. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, of course, Ross, I mean, I can't not joke about that. He's a delight and he makes my day all the time. Mom, as far as cycling goes, I really have taken a lot of instructors. And so these days I kind of choose who I'm in the mood for. Cody, does everyone need a little more Cody in their life? You know, Sizzle, I take baby. Cody. You know, there's an expression that you can't be sad and eat ice cream. Well, you can't be sad and take Cody because he will make you happy. And so Cody, of course, Jess Sims and Adrian for my strength training. They're wonderful. I appreciate them so much. And then other Dennis Martin. <laughs> I could just watch the man read a phone book. Like I don't have to actually bike with him. It's a crime that he cut his hair. It's a crime <laughs> that he cut his hair. And let me go on the record. I'm still not over that change. It was, uh, the hair gate was, it was a real thing. It was a real hair thing. Hair gate was a real thing. And I, I just, I, look, I'm still speechless, which is not something that happens to me. Often, <laughs> but, you know, I could watch Dennis Martin read a phone book and have a very nice day afterwards. <laughs> and of course, Allie Love is an absolute dear. You know, I... I do theming for yoga. That's one of my things is more shameless advertising. But this is a book that I wrote years ago. What else um, do you have over there? What is happening over there? I know. You got a whole section in the bookstore. (laughs) 
That's amazing. You guys, this book is called Theme Weaver and it teaches yoga teachers how to theme their classes in a more soulful way to connect to people. And it's what I enjoyed about Soul Cycle because their teachers were doing that kind of connection. But Peloton does it so beautifully. People say to me all the time, don't you miss that connection when you're in the studio? Which I still go to the studio because, of course, I teach in a studio. There's a human connection that you don't get. But that soulful connection, the instructors are really good at it. And I teach it. So I know that they're really good at it. And if you watch, when you pick an instructor, each instructor will have like a certain way of talking to the camera and talking to us. And that certain thing is the thing that touches our soul. And that was what creates that sense of human connection. And so that's another reason why I really enjoy Peloton versus just getting onto any old YouTube, which the teachers don't touch you the way the Peloton teachers do. I would also think if with a YouTube class, like they're not necessarily vetted in the way a Peloton instructor is. So you don't always know what you're getting. Like anybody can upload a video to YouTube and be like, put your foot over your head there. That's yoga. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Like, like my videos. So no, my video Mike is- Wallace on 60 Minutes. This is why we brought you in. We're, we're, it's an expose. It's so funny. Like, you know, just to let Ross know, like, I'm on this little thing called Yoga Journal. So there you go, Ross. <laughs> Take that, Ross. Yeah, but you can get quality anywhere. YouTube sure, or you can. Yoga Journal just- or Peloton. But, and you can also, let me just be clear, there can be an offering from even Peloton that couldn't, that may not be right for your body. Sure. It's oh, still an sure. okay offering, but it still could not, may not be right for someone with a knee or a hip or right. another issue. You still have to be in charge of yourself. But it's that, I set sense of human connection. No matter the class, you will notice, now that I maybe pointed this out, but you will notice there's a little bit, a drop of what I call in my book, a golden nugget. And the golden nugget is like that little, it has nothing to do with the exercise. It's that little, like, you got this or hang in there or I know this is hard. It's like that little moment of encouragement and nurturing. And that's the human connection. And that is what's missing in a lot of other practices. I definitely agree with that. Absolutely. My better half is here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. Before we let you go, like where can people find all your books and things? Are they on the Amazons and stuff or do you have a special website? Well, you can find my yoga books wherever yoga books are sold, which is Amazon. (laughs) That's a little joke about the bookstores these days. And also, you know, you can buy them in Barnes & Noble. You can buy my books anywhere. It's Michelle Marshallden. I'm known as the Yogi Muse. But don't worry about my books. Really, the thing that I wanted to mention about them was two things. One, I know great theming. I know great inspiration. And that's why I'm here on Peloton. And then number two, you know, I'm currently doing research on how to stay really healthy in your 60s. And I firmly believe from my last three or four years on Peloton that it's diversity. Diversity is what will keep us going. Not the same thing you've always done. You know, I work with runners who come in and they're, you know, needing a hip or they're this or they're that. And they've never done stretching. They've never done yoga. They've never done cycling because they love running. And I have to just suggest to them, you've got to try something different now. Like you have to give your body an opportunity to heal from one motion and then give your bones and your tendons and your muscles an opportunity to develop in another way. It's really important. I think that's great advice. Very well said. Very well said. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. We greatly appreciate it. 
We do. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And one last time, don't give my love to Ross. It'll go to his head. (laughs) (laughs) Noted. (laughs) Thank you, you guys. This was a true honor. Thank you so much, Michelle. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Uh, Until next week, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Don't forget our Patreon. We get all sorts of uh, bonus content and ad-free episodes uh, and... Yeah, no, that's it for now. Maybe <laughs> for more. now. For now. We're working on other stuff, though. <laughs> and also, don't forget our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out. And none of this matters because no one's listening. At no this one point. makes it this far. Yeah. Uh, if you're hearing this, parsnips. You tell, that's the magic word. Yeah. Parsnips. Say parsnips, and we will send you a free button. We will. We will. We will. So, anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, keep pedaling and running. Parsnips. <laughs>